Hi friends, on Sunday we talked a little bit about grace and remembering that grace is really the foundation of our faith. And so our challenge for this week was to spend 15 minutes reflecting on grace. And so this is what this audio is intended to do, to help guide us all through a time of reflecting on grace. So I want to encourage you right now to grab a Bible, maybe a pad of paper and a pen. Turn in your Bible to Ephesians 2 and just put a bookmark there. If you're not already, pause this and go find a quiet place, a place where you're not going to be disturbed for the next few minutes, a place where you can sit and you can spend time reflecting. Wherever you are in your place right now, Turn your attention inward, recognizing that God is present in this place as we now open ourselves to him. And take a minute right now to just quiet yourself before the Lord. To tune out anything that's happened earlier today, anything you have on the schedule later on today, and to just bring your focus and your attention to the fact that God is here in the presence of God and the communion that you can have with him over these next few minutes. So quiet yourself now before the Lord. Grace is our foundation and it, it truly is the only reason that we are able to exist in a relationship with God. In a few minutes, we're going to look at a passage that says, It is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourself. It is a gift. We exist because of grace, and grace is completely because of who God is. We can't take that for granted. And so we have to be intentional sometimes about reflecting on that. So open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. The first step for us today, as we reflect on grace, is to begin with a reminder of our need for grace. This is a humbling experience. But I want to challenge us all to be open with ourselves before God. God already knows our hearts. God already knows our flaws. And so now it's time for us to simply come to terms with that. Rather than running and hiding, to be open. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 and 3. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, 
we were by nature deserving of wrath. In verse 3, we're reminded that by nature, we are all deserving of God's wrath. Spend some time right now thinking and reflecting. In what ways are you deserving of the wrath of God? It's hard, but I want to challenge you to be honest with yourself. What are some specific sins that you have committed? What are some general habits or patterns or addictions that are a part of your life? What are some ways that you have neglected God? Spend the next few minutes reflecting on this idea that we're given in Scripture. We all lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh, following its desires and thoughts, and like the rest, we were, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Be open and honest before God. Humble yourself. And after we've sat here for a few moments in this reminder of our finiteness, we move to the next series of verses in Ephesians 2. Verses 4 through 10 read, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realm 
in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We began by reminding ourselves that by nature we were deserving of God's wrath. But now we read about love and mercy and grace. In spite of all of the things that you just affirmed, in spite of all of the ways that you just recognized that you were not enough, God loves you. The love that God has for you is by grace. It's not of yourselves. It's because of who God is. Spend a few moments accepting that grace. Accepting that love based not on what you've done or haven't done, but based on a God who is rich in mercy and has a great, great love for you. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ Jesus, even when we were dead in transgressions. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourself, it is the gift of God. God is good. God is love. God is mercy. God is grace.
the more we know this grace, the more we are enabled to live out of a place of grace. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. You were deserving of wrath. You have been saved by grace. You were created to do good. How does reminding ourselves of the grace of God change the way that we think about our relationship with others? In Matthew chapter 18, Jesus tells a story of a man who owed 10,000 bags of gold and wasn't able to pay his debt. He went and pleaded before the king, and the king had mercy on him and canceled the debt. But on his way home, the man encountered one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 silver coins. He began to choke the man. He demanded that he repay, and when he couldn't, he threw him in prison. When the king found out about this, he was furious. And among other things, he said to the man, Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? God has shown us mercy. Do we respond by showing mercy to others? God has lavished us with grace. Can we respond by acting in grace towards others? We are here because of grace. May we know that, may we receive that, and may we live that. Grace be with you.